Welcome to 239 Uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond with your host, Tim Jurett. This podcast covers it all. Real talk on issues from real estate to real crime. Join the discussion on hot topics to politics. Don't get left behind. Be in the know about everything Southwest Florida and beyond. Welcome, welcome, welcome to 239 Uncensored Everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And you don't know me. My name is Tim Jurette, if you don't know me, which I'm sure a lot of people out there haven't. We got a great guest, a good friend of mine, Dan Kowal. He is actually a candidate. You're official now, right, Dan? Official candidate. Yes, sir. For District 4 Collier County Commissioner. Yes, sir. That's, yep. that's pretty cool. Came official back midway through September. Towards the end of September, we filed our paperwork. And uh, midway through October, we had everything up and running. So That's awesome. So now you got to the studio. Did you find the studio okay? What do you, what do you think about this place? Is it kind of cool? Oh, it's cool as heck, man. It's <laughs> ultimate. I, was, I come rolling around the corner. Like you said, oh, I'm over by the gym. When I come around, I see your 239 in the window. and. <laughs> Yeah, I like it. It's pretty fun. I didn't even yeah. show you the whole thing. We got some like window effects and we got some cool things. And because we're doing a podcast, we're having a little bit different. But I told you I welcomed you anytime you want to come on, do live streams, whatever you want to do. Um, I'm a supporter of Dan. That's a, that's a good thing, right? <laughs> that's a great thing. Yeah, no. And, and Dan and I have known each other for a long time. And I think Dan's going to do a great job. Dan, prior law enforcement, 18 years with the sheriff's office. And I know you have some stuff, federal stuff. Uh, as well, and U.S. Army. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I um pretty much right out of high school. I, mean, I grew up in uh, western Pennsylvania and graduated high school. And that summer, I entered the delayed entry program and entered the United States Army. Didn't really look back, you know, went in the Army. Yeah, I think I was looking for structure. I think at that age, you know, a lot of young men, you need a little structure in your life, you know, and, and that definitely gave me, gave me that esprit of the core, the, you know, mission-orientated lifestyle that I was looking for. And I think it really resonated with me and it stuck with me the rest of my life because pretty much I mean 30 some years of public service if you count my military and everything else I mean it's just been non-stop up until I retired this last September yeah and I agree with you because um I'd probably be back in my hometown right now if I didn't leave I went in the Air Force I'm a veteran tomorrow's Veterans Day yeah give a little round of yes, applause it for is. That. yes yeah, it and is and we're we're very we're very proud of our our veterans right we're we're so fortunate. And I, you know, when I went in the military and probably similar to you and your kid, you don't realize the impact you has on you. And then also, I think you feel pretty proud about what you've been able to do for your country by being a vet. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. You reflect on it more now, later, as you become an older an older man. and you, Because when you do it as a young age, you're, you're doing it as you know, something you like or something you love. And you don't realize the impact that really carries with that. And you don't even realize, you know, in fact, like yourself and many other veterans, you know, you, you stepped up and you basically signed a blank check, you know, to the government saying if they cash it, <laughs> it's bad That's news because it. you're coming home in a box. Yeah, you know? yeah. And thank God, you know, I was one of the fortunate ones, you know, that, you know, I got through my my army career and my military and my law enforcement career and didn't end up in that situation. But, uh, you know, there's a lot out there that we have to remember and respect that, you know, didn't make it back. Our brothers and sisters and uh it's so important we never forget about them. Yeah, and I think you, you brought up a good point that when you go in the military, it gives you a really solid foundation at a young age. Because, I mean, I was doing things at 19 years old. I mean, I was I was working nuclear weapons. I mean, we were taking nukes out to the flight line. Like, 
we'd load them out and we were kind of laughing, having fun. We didn't even realize what the hell we were doing. How serious, because I was in the Cold War, 1986. We'd take nukes to the flight line for F-16s to be loaded up. And, you know, at the time, you're just like, hey, that's my job. But you don't realize, like, you're 19 years old. I mean, and, and the things they give you at that age, the responsibilities grow you as a person. And I think throughout my whole career, and I've spent 31 in law enforcement myself, we've been side by side. Those tools are invaluable. It's just amazing. Yeah, no, most definitely. I mean, it, and like you said, you, you, you get that mission orientated, uh, you know, attitude about yourself and you're doing what is right. You know, that's important. You're always doing what's right and towards the mission to make sure everything's accomplished because everything has its own play part in, in everything we do. You know, and I also, I entered in the summer 80, end of summer 84. I mean, I was, you know, I went in the Cold War era too under our great leader, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> so, but, you know, the same thing. We were, we were training to uh, go into countries like South America and things like that. People didn't realize, you know, there was a lot of uh, third world countries that were being led by socialists and communists that were being influenced by the Russians and the other socialists and communist countries out there that, uh, you know, there's a lot of behind the scenes things that were going on that, you know, that had to be done to keep uh, people free. They had to have their freedoms. Yeah, you know? no doubt. So you running, and, and I know the background that you have, you running for county commission. How does your past, such as military, U.S. Army, your prior law enforcement, how do you think that's going to impact or help you in your position as Collier County Commissioner District 4? Well, you got to remember, every every level of government, if you look at government, if, even if you took out your phone and Googled primary mission of the government, a government, and the government is to protect your rights, you know, and, and that's so important that we have people that have a lifetime of character and a lifetime of integrity in protecting people's rights. You know, sometimes we might not agree with everything that's going on, but we also have to make sure that people are protected, you know, by those two documents that our forefathers left us, you know, the Constitution and our in independent, you know, and the very first one and the second and the third are all just as important as the other one. And character is what's important, you know. You develop that through your story. Your story of life is what makes you who you are. So, and that's, I feel that that is definitely in my life, I've learned those lessons that you have to put those certain little things ahead of everything else when you make important decisions. And if they are not in a line of protecting people's right, then it's probably not the right decision to make. Yeah. And I think you're, you, you hit it on the head where not everybody's going to agree with your decision, especially, you know, at a county commission level, you're making decisions on whether a community should grow there or, you know, we should have a grocery store or you know, should we wear masks? Those type of things. But but I think the core values and thoughts in Constitution, it's important that we follow those those because do you, do you feel right now we're starting to lean the wrong direction in some cases? <laughs> and you probably wouldn't be running if you didn't if you didn't think that. Yeah, that's is definitely the the reason I am running. I mean, that's the the main main driver is because I've seen it pretty much every level of our government, we've been getting infiltrated by people that aren't true to uh, what they should be doing for the people. I mean, our government works for the people. It don't work for an individual. And surely it doesn't work for a politician. You know, it's it's you have to be the guardian of them when you're up there because they're putting you there to do a job. You know, this is this is my uh, job interview for this position. You know, like you said, these decisions have to be made, you know, but we also have to look at it. You can't make, this is the thing, I, I come across this a lot and I get a lot asked these questions a lot, especially about growth. Growth is something, you know, that it's so important right now in Collier County. 
you know, it's a big question about, you know, how we manage this growth, you know. A lot of people don't realize, you know, we only occupy 20% as residential property of this whole county. 80% of this county is nothing but swamp, <laughs> protected land, and, you know, national parks. And it's just a very small amount that we really have set aside for, our, you know, our communities and our, our residential properties. So, you know. Drive to Fort Lauderdale one time. You you go to Fort Lauderdale, you go across the Alligator Alley, and you're like, we're still in Collier County. And we're like, we've already yeah. driven like almost an hour. 52-mile <laughs> marker all the way up to the 115. Yeah, right? you on know it well. Yeah. I, I had to do it on a Harley-Davidson about 110 mile an hour one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It yeah, ain't no funny. Yeah. bugs the whole way. Back in the back in your <laughs> Work, work days. I have to do yeah. that thing at, in the middle of the night. And I think, I think knowing the county as well as you do, okay, because you've worked in law enforcement for 18 years in Collier County. I mean, you know the nooks and crannies. Even though you're in a particular district, I think it's important. You know Immokalee. You know East Naples. You know Bayshore. You know North Naples. You know Golden Gate. You got to at least know these places. I mean, realistically, I, I could probably bet you right now there's people on the commission that do not know particular areas in Collier County. <laughs> I can guarantee it. <laughs> I can guarantee but, uh, it. You know, uh, but I think that that's important to know those. And I think not, that's a huge benefit. No, nah, it is. And it is. And I mean, you got, it's like one extreme to the other. I mean, my district, District 4, listen, it's, it's, it's pretty much at its limit, but this is also a census year. So we're going to be changing the boundaries of District 4 here. I think the commissioners have to vote on it this December. So there's going to be some changes. District 4 is going to grow a little bit. You know, and it's going to grow into the county. It has nowhere else to go but into the county some more because it includes, you know, of course, Port Royal, the city, the coastline all the way up to Pine Ridge, the whole southern border of Pine Ridge Road out to I-75. But it's it's there's no way about it. I mean, it was the least growth area in the last 10 years. It only had 2,600 people move in. Wow. Yeah. Where, where we had places like District 5 east of uh, Collier where you had 20,000 people. Right. You know, that's a big difference, you know, and, and it is, it's something we have to, we have to face, but as a constitutional conservative, who I believe I am, and I think any Republican who calls herself a Republican should think the same way, but you know, we all come here from somewhere, you know, <laughs> pretty much, pretty bro. much, yeah. there's not, there's not a ton of native Floridian, I mean, native Collier, let's say there's right. people from different parts of Florida that migrated here because they were trying to get away from the rest of the craziness in this state. Right. But we've all come from somewhere and who am I to deny somebody that? right to live in one of them was we created this this paradise paradise yeah. i know and now we're going to suffer because by creating it and people want to come here man you don't you're not going to stop them if they have the means and the ability to come here and live in paradise we have to be able to manage that properly and and make sure we remain and keep what we are you know so we can keep it this way yeah we can't put a bubble over this beautiful place because people are coming and like i said and we discussed it prior people want to be in collier county people fight over a collier county license plate do i want to have you know a lee county license plate or do i want to have a collier <laughs> and people fight over it and and that's a good thing i'm proud of my county i mean there's no better county you in the united be. states you should be yeah. man you sacrificed 30 years of your life to this county i love it i love you this know? county long yeah. nights yeah. long days yeah. you know not in the best conditions yeah you know we know what it's like you know I, I think i worked five well how many hurricanes now i don't know national disasters and, and we're the only ones left behind man everybody <laughs> else right. fell out yeah. and went north somewhere and and we stay here behind and make sure we get it up and running and beautiful again so when they come back yeah, yeah it's just amazing where are you at we're in georgia we're, we're yeah. in georgia okay great we're here we're hunkered down yeah. you know we're having we're having fun with it though so that, that brings me to another thing you're running on a platform that you're going to be a full-time commissioner which i think is important i mean 
we discussed a little bit. You, what does that mean, full time commissioner? Well, it, it's important because it's a full time job. I mean, Collier County got a two billion dollar budget. This ain't no joke. With this a is, B, our budget. Yeah, with <laughs> a B, our budget and our our land mass is probably larger than the state of Rhode Island. So this is a very important job. This, you better be full time because yeah. it takes full time attention. Yeah, you know? two thousand twenty five two thousand twenty five hundred square feet. Or square miles. Square miles, <laughs> square yeah. Feet. yeah. Square miles. That's a so lot. I think we're almost as big as Delaware. Yeah, think it's of huge. It. So, huge, huge. Yeah, it's, it is. It's a full-time job. And, that you know, I've never I've never shied away from hard work. And, I, you know, I've, I've always put the hours in. I've, you know, for me, 12, 14-hour days, nothing. You know, that's typical. You know, that was, that's a normal day. I retired, and I made a commitment to myself, my family, and definitely to people of Collier County that I am going to be a full-time commissioner. I'm a full-time candidate right now. Love it. That's good. That's good. I I appreciate it. And, you know, go back to, you know, to step up and put yourself out there as a candidate for any political office, what does that take? I mean, that takes a lot because it exposes you, you know, and and I'm saying not in a bad way for the goods and the bads. How does, how did that impact your decision? Well, I, (laughs) my decision was made when I sat around and I kind of looked at and I says, you know what, I'm not going to be one of them people sitting on the couch complaining about everything. Amen. You know, I'm not going to complain and not do something about it. And that's who I am. I'm not going to, you know, I, I've come up to people and they'll, they'll complain about the government, complain about what's going on. And I'll ask them, they haven't even voted in 10 years. <laughs> right. I mean, you have no right to complain. You know, if you're not going to do, that's your voice, man, your vote. That's what makes America. That's why it's our government, not theirs. The people's government, because you're supposed to be able to vet the people you put in office and you put them in there because that's who you believe in. Or they believe in what you believe in. So. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to sit on the couch anymore. I was like, you know what? I did my time, military, law enforcement. You know, I still got gas in the tank, and I'm going to take this to a different level. I think I can still be helpful to every aspect of the people who live in Collier County, you know, as best as I can in ability and full-time, like I said before. That's good. So. Now, what are some of the changes that you'd like to see within the county commission and how it operates, I guess? And I'm not talking about how the, the daily function of it but what are some changes you'd like to see the way you know the commission communicates works with the community how are you going to make those changes or what type of changes are you thinking about doing well i'm definitely going to be out there facetime you know i'm going to be in the communities i'm going to be out there talking to people face to face you know i'm going to find out what their problem or what their 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 complaints are i mean think about it like in law enforcement, you know, every day you go to, you respond to a call if somebody has a problem. You know, you're a problem solver. You know, you, you, you're given a problem. You, you, and in law enforcement, sometimes you have to do a split second decision right. on, a, on a very serious problem. But uh, I think it's the same thing. I think everybody out there has, you know, there's certain issues that need to be addressed or, you know, and some are very, very, very important or very, you know, but it doesn't mean that every one of them are too, you know, but you still have to have people with the opportunity to vet to you tell you their issues, and then, you know, we wade through them and find the important ones that line up with the people, and we stand behind them. You know, it's it's very important to have that FaceTime out there. I'm not going to call out any names, but, you know, I, I go into a mission, I research what I'm doing. So mm-hmm. I went on a few different commissioners' websites, and I saw one that the last post they had was from 2019. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, I mean people need to now. know what's going on. Come on. I mean, and if you if you really are working for the people in your district, then that's that's unacceptable. So communicating and I think being a good listener, right, based on what you're sounds like you're saying, you're gonna bring people to the table. Or you're gonna go to their table, right? Well, yeah, I'm gonna go out to them. <laughs> go yeah. to their table yeah. and say, Hey, what do we got going on? And it's it's 
a time consuming thing, but I think the only real way, and we, we talk about it all through our careers, you know, leading from the front, right. Being on the mm-hmm. front line. Yeah. And I think that's important. You know, I, I commend you for, you know, making that happen or that's your plan. No, the most part, the most important thing in communication is the listening part. You got to receive what, what, what the conversation is, you know, and then some people will stand there and talk to you, but they're not really listening. Yeah. You know, so yes, definitely uh, real important. And one of the big things that face us in Collier County is because it's such a nice place. And everybody wants to be here. Supply, demand, real estate, that type of thing. Prices are shooting through the roof, right? So just a, a normal home is, you know, minimal is, you know, 350, 450, decent community, which I think all of Collier County is it's really good how are we going to address you know our public safety personnel our hospital workers our school teachers how are we going to address the fact of letting them be able to live in our own community how is that going to how can we do that yeah that's so important because when you're vested in a community and the, the first thing a young person in a career you know like law enforcement or nursing or even teaching to be vested in a community you want part of it you know, and, and home ownership is a lot of that. Once once they get to that point where they can afford to buy a home and they can live here and they have their roots here. Stakeholder. They, they're a stakeholder, exactly. Now they, now they have more incentive to stay here. Because you know as well as I know, you know, in these past 10 years, even with the, the sheriff's department, we see guys come in three, four years into the job. We get them trained up. We spend a lot of money on them. And then, boom, where are they at? Oh, oh they just took a job up to Fed. So they're up there, you know, they're in Georgia now. They're here or there. So... They take advantage of, you know, our great organization at the sheriff's department. They take advantage of the great training in that. But they have no investment to this community because they can't afford to live here sometimes, you know. And that's important. You know, if we can't have the public safety that we're used to and we're accustomed to, it, it could go south real quick. And that's so important that we have these people. All right. For instance, this is just something. I, I At one time, I was on the pay plan committee with the sheriff's department. And I did a quick study and I found out that. The problem with the sheriff's department was and in, in the pay back then was that we were competing with money that came from New York, Boston, Chicago. Those people were coming with the money they made in those cities where $700,000, $800,000 for a one-room flat in, in Manhattan and $1,000 a month to park your car. And they saw and taxes. And they saw a $600,000 house. They're like, oh, my God, that's a deal. Well, <laughs> for a teacher and a police officer, that's not a deal. Right, that's that's right. living from paycheck to paycheck. Right. And... You know, we have to, and I know people say, oh, you, when you hear the word affordable housing, especially certain groups of people, they automatically think, because they come from those, you know, those blue cities up there, affordable housing to them was government subsidized housing and, and things like high rises and, and shoving in as many people as you can into one building. And that's not what it is here. You know, I know firsthand, like my wife, who's in the mortgage business, and she's done deals for, you know, just your average, like, you know, people work in restaurants and stuff where they found homes that are nice gated communities here in Collier County for four, five hundred thousand dollars where the two the husband and wife work and they can comfortably get into those kind of homes. Those aren't government housing. Those aren't subsidized housing. But they're it's affordable. affordable right? That is affordable and they're beautiful because our code enforcement does a decent job, believe it or not. Even though they get right. on me sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they do hold a certain standard to our communities. Everybody gets spun up around the axle about this affordable housing, and they, and they th- look at it a totally different, you know, mm-hmm. when it's not really what we're talking about here. Yeah. So we have to have that to maintain the lifestyle we, we love and enjoy here. Because once we lose our first responder, we're, we're behind the eight ball, we're playing catch up, we're going to see things diminish. 
You know, it's just the, just the way things are. This is a law and order country. And I and I think when you say affordable, three fifty, four fifty, we know that's a lot of money. Everybody out there is yeah. going, hey, who affordable to who? It's going to be tough sledding the first, yeah. you know, to catch up. But I think the sheriff, I think the school board's looking at ways to try to, you know, increase salaries, give incentives, that type of thing. Governor just put out a $5,000 stipend, which is not going to make a huge difference if you're buying a house, but it'll help. There's some things that I think we can do to assist to get people, you know, maybe some tax breaks, that type of thing for people in public safety and and the service industry. I mean, think about it. Living here, you know, making $10 an hour, $15 an hour, trying to find a place. I've got people right now, myself being in real estate uh, after I retired in April, people looking for an apartment to rent anything, you know, under 1500. I mean, 1500, that's a lot of money, but there's really not a lot out there. So I think it's going to be a a constant battle that we're always going to be facing. But I think if we're aware of it and we try to do some things to, to, to make some changes, I think that would be good. Yep, most definitely. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of people don't realize, you know, our, our sheriff's department, our fire departments, our EMS, this is such a unique area. We go, you know, our census says whatever, 350,000 residents of Collier mm-hmm. County. So we base, we, everything's a formula, especially when it comes to law enforcement. You know, per every 1,000, you have one deputy, you know, per capita and things of that nature. The problem is they don't get consideration. In, in November... Our population grows by one third or yeah, maybe even more. Up, up over 500,000. We're not hiring that many more law enforcement just for those six months. Right. We have the same amount of people trying to do the job. Now their population grows. Now the population changes every year. And these guys are held and women are held to task to do the same quality of work that they were held to do at the normal number that they're hired. You know, we right. hire manpower right. for. And right. that's, that's, that's a game changer. Right. And there's not too many unique places like that in this country. But we're one of them, and we don't take that in consideration. We need to make sure we have the right amount of people, the right amount of trained people, and ready at, at any moment to take care of these things. We can't never be understaffed in these positions. Yeah, and I think to break it down even a little further, think about a, a restaurant, right? So you have Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night. You have a, a staff, but we all know on Friday and Saturday nights, yeah. You're going to have to beef it up a little bit because you got more people Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Well, basically, in a situation like fire, sheriff's office, things like that, it stays the same because you've got to have basic calls for service covered. And then when those busy nights come, you're really kind of just trying to scramble to get there. So I think I think we've done a really good job at it, but I think we're at a, almost at a tipping point. I, I think you might agree yeah. with that. And having, yes. and having you on the commission, you, you'll understand that when the sheriff you know, it's trying to hire people and what do we need to do or, you know, fire or even the schools. We're in the same situation as schools, teachers, recruit, yeah. bus drivers. You know, it's just, it's just a, those things all filter down to those, those type of things. Most definitely. Yeah. And it's, it's so important, you know, that these things are met and, and that we can maintain. What, what is, um, call your County? What's, what about the future growth? What is, I, I get excited when I hear about it. Some people don't, but you know, it's going to grow, right? Cause I, I've been here for close to 32 years. What is call your County? going to look like 20 years from now well you know i'm i'm a big free market guy you know i i believe that the market adjusts itself and you know if if the people have the ability to move here and the contractors and the developers have the ability to do things right we can we could work together and make this happen now i we talked earlier i i was a federal agent in washington dc and when i moved to washington dc i initially rented an apartment so i want to get the lay of the land right so before I invested in anything. So I figured out that 
in Washington, D.C., you could be at the U.S. Capitol building and you could say, all right, say you live in Georgetown, which is within the city. You drive nine o'clock in the morning to go to work at the Capitol. It's an hour and a half drive. You know, <laughs> it is you're 12 miles away. It's an hour and a half drive. Yeah. So my wisdom and my kind of thinking outside the box, I put myself near the interstate systems. I actually bought a house in Annapolis, Maryland, which was like 45 miles outside the city, 50 miles outside the city. But I was, had quick access to Interstate 50. And I could get to work in the morning on the interstate just as fast as somebody lived within the city just by using the interstates. And I, I don't think we utilize our I-75. We have, like you mentioned earlier, we have from mile marker 52 all yeah. the way to mile marker 115. It runs through Collier County, a six-lane superhighway. And we don't, I don't think we utilize it enough. And if we do get to the point where, especially out in District 5, there's a whole city possibly going to go in east of uh, DeSoto Boulevard. They're working on it. I saw them. They're they're out there building houses right now. I know. And in in the commission and everybody in this county, their answer is, well, we'll extend Vanderbilt Beach Road. We'll extend. They want to extend these eastern, east-west Brown Road. The problem is they're extending them through communities and, you know, residential and commercial property. All that does is create more stop signs and red lights on those roads as you travel east. I think going south is the way to go. That's the answer. Come out of that community, and a lot of people don't notice, there's a secret test track out there in yeah. Ford and Harley-Davidson. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like it's all pristine woods or anything. Right. It's, you know, all this great nature and wildlife live out there. That's already developed out there. A lot of people don't realize that there's a lot out there that's in them woods already. If we ran south out of them new communities and put a mile more, you know, exit... 92 on the interstate and these people just start using the interstate everglades boulevard i know people sitting in traffic on golden gate boulevard every day that just sit there and stew and stew and just get angrier and angrier because they're in stop traffic on that road trying to go east and west if we had an exit on everglades boulevard i-75 which is right there we already go underneath it that would alleviate so many people east of um let's say wilson and yeah. everglades yeah. and DeSoto. Mm-hmm. hop on the interstate Three exits up the road, man. You plop back off. Now you're in Naples. You're, that quick. You're, you're a mile away from downtown. That quick. We don't utilize it. We definitely don't. Yeah. And and the, and the other thing is too. You know, a lot of people are fine. I'm a kind of history guy, right? Our founders, when they developed this country, when they formed this country, and it specifically, they didn't want it formed, and they didn't want us to make rules or, or or make decisions through passion. And a lot of these people sitting in traffic, their passion overtakes their reality, <laughs> right? You know, and that's, Mine that's what that's what. They get ingrained in them is yeah. that anger during that passionate time. Who's ever made a good decision while you were angry? Think about it. They tell you not to. Right? No, wait. Our, gov- our government was designed to, to work off of reason. We were designed to work by reason. That's what our forefathers wanted. They never wanted you to make rules or regulations through passion. They wanted it to reason. And it's worked so far, 248 years or so, right? Yeah. So we got to keep doing thinking that way. Yeah, no, it's good. Now, one one thing before we go, I noticed your logo. You got a really cool logo. <laughs> I like it. I don't know if we can bring it up. Yeah, so good looking Dan on the right <laughs> over here. He's ready. Get the the city of Naples behind him, and that's, we have your logo, right? That's my John Travolta. Picture. Yeah, your John Travolta looking good. <laughs> looking good, Dan. Somebody yeah. said that online. It says you look like John Travolta. I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> that's good or bad. So you got the you got the logo up there. Give us a little. I mean, because I asked about the logo. I said, hey, it's a really cool logo. Uh, give us a little rundown on how you came to that. Yeah, if you know me, I'm I'm very passionate about this country, and I'm very passionate about the direction we're going. Some people look at it and automatically think, oh, it's like the Marine Corps, Iwo Jima, you know. But that's definitely not it. If you ever look at their the f- the photos of that, the flag's the other way. And it's a single person. And that, that's basically me and, and the people I want to govern for. And the flag is leaning to the left. And I've seen our country over the past 30 years lean to the left. 
And what I'm trying to do is right the flag. We're pushing it right. So wherever you see that logo, it's always going to look in that way. It's not going to be facing the other way. It's going to be the flag leaning to the left and us, the people, pushing it to the right. So we definitely need to right this country. We've been going in the wrong direction for the past 30 years. Yeah, get going. I commend you for running. It's it's not an easy commitment to do and takes a lot of a lot of, you know, uh, yeah, a lot, <laughs> just a lot, a lot of passion. It takes a lot of heart just to step up there because like you said, everybody wants to, you know, complain, right? Yeah. So let's get, you know, was reading online. This lady was, was talking the other day about my community is so out of control. I don't know what to do about it. I just wrote back. Well, are you on the board? Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. jump on the board, make something happen a little different level than the County, but it's, you know, same, same principle, right? So, we, we just need to make sure that we have passionate people in there. And yeah. I think by having you there, I think is, is, is a good thing. And I'm not, I'm not saying anything negative about the current, but I think change is good. And I think your background is definitely going to make a big difference. I really do. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. it a lot, you know, yeah. and if people want to know or, or know a lot about me, they can go on my website. It's a uh, vote for Dan Kowal at the, the number four. Out. No, number, it's spelled, spelled out. out. F-O-R. Four. Okay dancowall.com and you know you can go on my website i'm not a politician by no means but i am running for a political office so by nature i'm applying for a political job so if the definition i'm a politician now then i guess i am but other than that i'm i'm a true american that believes in uh, doing the right thing and we have to remember every position even our school boards we have to make sure we get the right people in there you know, we have to move forward at even every level of our, our government. We have to make sure we have the right people in there. And once once we have people in there and when they are who they are, they're who, who they really say they are and they prove that, then that's how we change things higher up. Because as we can move these people through the system, we start replacing the people that aren't who they are, the ones that have become dirty politicians and things in, in the swamp up in Washington, D.C., which I got to see behind the scenes when working there. But um, that's how we do it. It starts from the ground level and work your way up. Nobody starts at the top. Yeah. You know? And if it's worth, worth having, you, it's worth starting at the bottom and, and, and working your way up. Because we need to make sure we have the right people in every position, even the local government, all the way through state, all the way to federal. Yeah. And I think, I think we got a good one right now in District 19 with Byron, Byron Donaldson. He's, I've been watching him. He's been doing a really good job. Instead of you know, holding the line for us, but I look forward to meeting everybody out there, man. All you know, right. I got a got a kickoff party this Friday at uh, Venture X. Cool place. Yeah, it starts at six o'clock. If people still want to stop by, you can go. Like I said, on my website, and I think it's on the cover page. You just pan to the bottom, and then if you want to go, you just click the button and uh, go ahead and take a response. And if you want to show up, there'll be. Uh, Free food, maybe free cocktails. I'm there, Dan. I'm there, Dan. Some music, <laughs> music by Matt Jolly. He'll be there. Playing. Matt's great. Yeah, great that's dude. great. Yeah. So, and then I'll, I'll talk to everybody there. You know, no. get to know him, man. Get that, to know me on a personal level. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'll be there. We got it all on the on the calendar. So, looking forward to it. Looking yes. forward. To it. Well, Dan, I appreciate it. Thank you again. Any, just so you know, uh, doors always welcome. Anytime you want to come in, you know, you're always welcomed here. And you know, looking forward to you know helping you out any way we can. And uh, I'm, I'm glad you're you're doing it. You got the courage <laughs> to do it. Well, thank you, man. People like you is why I'm doing it for. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Two, three, nine. Uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And we always go. We are out. So two, three, nine. Uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And we are out.
please make sure to download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Don't forget to like and share on social media. This has been a Studio 239 production. That was fun.